Well, my brothers and sisters, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And in today's homily, uh, what I'd like to do is basically just speak about why we're celebrating the Feast of Mary as the Mother of God at this time. This is the feast that caps off the Christmas octave. An octave is basically just a way of taking a feast and extending it and magnifying it and emphasizing its importance. Uh, there's really there's only two octaves that we celebrate in the year. It's Christmas and it's Easter. So this just highlights the importance of Easter. But we end off the octave, I'm sorry, the importance of Christmas. We end off the octave of Christmas with this feast of Mary, the mother of God. How do these two things connect? How do we connect Christmas with Mary, the mother of God? Well, the primary truth of Christianity, and it's, it's the truth that we celebrate at Christmas, is that the simple mystery, simple fact, it's a mystery, that God became man. God became man. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. That's really the foundation of Christianity. That's the foundation of the Christian message. Now, what flows forth from, or what follows from this central truth are a num- number of other truths that are very, uh, maybe paradoxical. Okay. The divine nature, okay, God, the divine nature in and of itself is not subject to suffering or to death. Totally impossible that the divine nature would be subject to these things, to death and suffering. Well, nonetheless, because God became man, we can truly say that God suffered and died. Jesus is God, right? He suffered and he died. Therefore, God suffered and God died on the cross. That's an amazing paradox. That's an amazing, amazing mystery. Okay? Also, the divine nature in and of itself, it's it's self-existing. It's not dependent upon anything else. It's unchanging. It has no beginning and no end. Nonetheless, because God became man and was born of a woman, we can say God was born. That is a very amazing paradox. God was born. And if he was born of a woman, as we hear in our second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, if he was born of a woman, then we can say that woman is the mother of God. God has a mother, and it's Mary. She's the mother of God. That's an amazing paradox. It's an amazing mystery. And we both of these fit together. So you can't go about denying Mary's status as the mother of God and also consistently affirm that God became man. Okay? So to be a Christian is to affirm that God became man, but it's also equally to affirm that God is a mother and that Mary is the mother of God. So the the belief that Mary is God's mother is lies right at the foundation of Christianity. It's essential to what it is to be a Christian. It's to profess that belief. The analogy that I like to give is that of a, a shirt. Okay, so you, you got a shirt with buttons, all right? You're going to button up your shirt. Maybe it's a dress shirt or, or what have you. And there's uh, it's a well-tailored shirt, so there's no mistakes in it. It's got as many equal buttonholes as there are buttons. 
And uh, say you begin your button in your shirt at the top, okay? That's what I normally do. And I start working my way down, start working my way down. Now if I get to the end and I find a button but no corresponding button hole, I realize I probably made a mistake up top, right at the beginning. All right, so then I got to go back to the beginning and redo it all over again. Okay, I don't make that mistake very often, mind you. Okay, it's just in case you were suspicious of that. Okay, I'm just getting it's an analogy, it's an illustration. Please don't take it too seriously. So, but you, you get my point. So we have this beginning primal belief that God became man, and the end result of that is that Mary is the mother of God. So if you get to the point where you're saying, I don't really believe that whole Mary, Mother of God stuff. I think you're kind of making her too special. I think you're exalting her too much. If you, if you say that, okay, you got to trace your steps back to the beginning and see you're implicitly denying that God became man. Okay, To deny Mary's divine maternity is to deny the incarnation itself. Okay, Whether you think it or not, that's in fact what you're doing implicitly. So... It's uh, right at the, the core of what it is to be a Christian, is to believe in Mary as the mother of God. And this is why she's so important, so directly connected to the Feast of Christmas. Mary, also, as the mother of God, is also essential and connected to the Incarnation in two other ways. First of all, there, the mystery of the Incarnation took place at the Annunciation when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and uh, revealed to her, on behalf of God, the divine plan for her life, for all of humanity. She cooperated with that. She gave her assent. She believed the word of God. And she says, may it be done unto me according to your will. So she, she submitted to God's will for her life. And uh, that was an act of trust, but it was also an act of faith. She actually had to exercise faith that God would become man in the very moment that she gave her consent. And when she said, let it be done to me according to your word, that's when the incarnation took place. God became man in her womb. And from there on out, from that moment out, I can, you know, I imagine Gabriel departs and leaves her by herself. And here she is with her child. All alone, her uh, her son, who is also God, and she is exercising faith that God has become man. She's witnessing, and she's the only witness to this event. There wasn't anybody else around. Okay, and uh, there were a lot of other events surrounding the incarnation, surrounding the mysteries of Christmas that she was probably the only witness, or at least one of the few witnesses. We hear about today in our gospel, it says Mary held all of these things in her heart. So she was the first and primal witness to the mystery of Christmas. Probably by the time Jesus started his earthly ministry, by tradition we have it that Joseph actually had passed away. Joseph was no longer with us. He was no longer on the earth. And so really the only main witness left to all these incidences that we hear about in the Gospel of Luke was Mary. So where did the evangelists, where did the author of Luke, and where did the early apostles learn about these early mysteries? They learned them from Mary. Mary was that primal witness to the incarnation. She was the first to testify to this truth. 
She was also the first to believe it as well. Can you imagine that? So today we've got, we just celebrated Christmas and we probably have over 2 billion human beings on this planet who celebrated Christmas along with us. 2 billion, over 2 billion human beings who profess Christianity and who celebrated Christmas either in a, a, maybe to, to varying degrees of solemnity. But nonetheless, 2 billion people believe that God became man. I imagine to myself, you know, after the, incar- after the incarnation, after Gabriel left her, here she is, Mary, all by herself. It is, as it were, a, a concentration of that two billion people's worth of faith, all in this one woman. She contained within herself the seed of all the joy, all the faith, all the hope that we celebrate at Christmas. She herself alone contained all of that within her. That was the seed, and it would go forth from her womb, from her testimony, from her faith, from the womb of her faith, to populate the entire world. And so she's also connected and essential to the incarnation as the first believer as well in that in that mystery, in that Christmas mystery. She is essential to the incarnation as the mother of God, as the first witness, and as the first believer in this mystery. So this new year, my brothers and sisters, may we all return again to the beginning of our Christian faith. And there, let us find Mary, the mother of God. Throughout 2019, let us frequently invoke the mother of God, asking her to obtain for us the graces we need to live and to die as true Christians who believe in the incarnation and in the mystery of Christmas.